Welcome back to the Alton Podcast. I'm Austin, one of the co-hosts of the show. Today we're going to bring a little technology to you guys again. But first, we have an important announcement. We are officially, as of today, on Apple Podcasts. Oof, yes. The big Apple Podcasts, everybody. We are now on all major streaming platforms for podcasts. So pick your poison and stream us on whatever your hearts so desire. We have seven different options now, so you can have it your way, just mm. like McDonald's. Wow, just like McDonald's. <laughs> just like McDonald's, man. So hopefully you guys can find the one that works for you best on your phone, on your web app. You know, according to our analytics so far, everybody's listening on the web app right now. Yep, yep. We have no mobiles yet. 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 So that's where Apple Podcasts... Be that first mobile. Yes, that's where Apple Podcasts <laughs> comes into play. But enough chit-chat, Austin. Let's get into today's topic... I'll start it off. Non-task today. Non-task. <laughs> Just like this Google Assistant is going to help with your tasks. So let, let's get a little specific here. The article I'm reading is from 9to5Google. Title is Exclusive. Here's the new Google Assistant on Pixel 4. And just so you guys know, the Pixel 4 is set to launch on Tuesday, October 15th. And uh, there were some leaks. I believe these are leaks of uh, three new features that are going to be on the new Google Assistant. Three amazing new features. Oh, yes, especially the last one, but we will get into that. So, Austin, if you want to, you know, start us off here on the first one. Absolutely. So, with the new Google Smart System, they're going to have it where it's pressure sensitized on the curved edge, Mm -hmm. allowing you to access it without necessarily having to talk to it all the time, Mm -hmm. which I think is very nice, especially if you're running, maybe. Though, I do think while running, you may accidentally press the side of your phone the same time true so it may be like a good and a bad thing Mm -hmm. um i don't know i don't use google assistant that much myself yeah i don't know why either like i have (laughs) friends use it all the time and i just i never do i just type my thumbs are fast enough yeah (laughs) so so let me ask you when you're in your room okay your bedroom i know you Mm -hmm. have an amazon alexa and i also know that you have a galaxy s9 which has google assist actually no does it have bixby or google assistant or both both. All right, which one is the voice recognition? Both. I, I think I can oh, use both, actually. Interesting. So out of those three, which one do you tend to go for? Um, You know, I almost never use any kind of assistant when I'm on the go, which seems so backwards. Interesting. Uh, usually, like if I'm doing some kind of quick math or something like that, working on homework, chemistry, whatever, mm-hmm. I usually use my Amazon device. Okay. Just because I can say it out loud, I don't have to worry about the finickiness. Yeah. Uh, I have had issues with Google Assistant recognizing my voice. Mm-hmm. Same. But hopefully <laughs> this new update fixes that. Yeah. Okay. So it, it uh, made a lot of good changes, I think. Yeah. And on top of your uh, active squeeze is what they're calling it. Uh, this is going to be on the, the new Pixel 4, as stated. And so there's already phones that have a squeeze feature. Um, so I'm curious to see if this is going to roll out to those phones or if those phones are even going to allow it, assuming they have other partnerships with other, uh, voice assistants, which I'm pretty sure they don't. Cause if you're running Android, you're obviously going to use Google assistant, unless you're Samsung, then you're obviously going to use Bixby. So I mm-hmm. think a lot of squeeze phones are going to use this. And I think a lot of future phones are also going to have this active squeeze feature. So do you see yourself using the feature? Honestly, 
so I'm kind of on the struggle bus here. I'm rocking my Galaxy S7. So I'm just used to um, opening my phone and just typing in the Google search bar. Um, mm -hmm. But if I'm at home, specifically in my bedroom, I use my Google Home. Um, so I do use uh, the Google Voice Assistant when I have the opportunity. And uh, a squeeze feature will definitely, uh, for me personally, uh, enhance that experience. In other words, yes, I will use it if I do get granted the opportunity. And I'm sure you will one day soon. Yeah. You know, we're speaking of voice assistants here. Yeah. And it reminded me of Cortana. Mm. <laughs> Windows Cortana. Yeah. Does anybody use that? I, you know... Do you use that? No. I, I disabled it. It annoyed me so much. So I, for those that don't know, I work in IT at my job and I just installed, I, I think, what, six computers. Um, mm -hmm. I instantly disabled Cortana in the Windows onboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even wait until I make it to the desktop. I literally disable it the, you know, as soon as possible just because I can't stand it. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it has great integration with Edge, but you know, I'm all about Google, man. It's all about Google uh, search. It's all about Google Chrome. It's, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm in the Google ecosystem. Um, as much as I hate saying I'm part of an ecosystem. <laughs> um, I, yeah, they got you. Yeah, they got me. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that because I would never... Like, I use Microsoft Edge almost exclusively. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I'm just too lazy to have multiple browsers. Mm -hmm. um, Edge seems to work pretty okay. I don't have any problems with it, so I don't want yeah. to stick with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just downloaded Chrome today, funny enough, though. Wow. Moving on up in the world, I see. Right? <laughs> uh, so it's really weird because I don't use Cortana, which it would assist me yeah. with Edge, but mm -hmm. I don't need to. Like, I, I type... I took typing classes. Yeah. I'm okay at it. Uh. <laughs> now, does Cortana have, um, like, Google Calendar integration, if you were to ask her? Uh, you know, I have absolutely no clue. Because mm, I know you're a heavy Google Calendar user. I am, only because our app's not released yet. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. We'll keep it hush-hush, even though the data is technically out there. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Just, yeah, just don't would... explore Kickstarter too hard, okay, guys? Shh, shh don't let them see anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with but, that, know. let's go to our next topic here. <laughs> and we will succeed in that app. We will. It's gonna yeah, happen. Oh, we will, definitely. So, this next feature mm -hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Um... It's one of those things, I don't know if I love it or hate it. Yeah. So it's now going to... Oh, go ahead, Colton. We'll let you do this. Yeah. One. So, so uh, this next feature is contextual responses with Google Assistant. So, for example, the, uh, the test here on this article shows um, the person asking Google Assistant when their flight gets in. And then Google Assistant tells them when their flight gets in. And then... Um, the person uh, says to Google Assistant, um, you know, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, what is it, Austin? What do they say? Back to Google Assistant. 
Um, uh, what time was my flight get back or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Flight land? Something, so, something along those lines. Right. So someone asks, what time does your flight land? And then the person a- asks Google Assistant, what are my flight details? And then Google Assistant gives the flight details. And then um, the person says, reply, I get in at 514. And then Google responds with just that, uh, not knowing that uh, you're talking technically about the airline, uh, but Mm -hmm. it uses context to know you're talking about the airline simply because the person who is messaging you said the word flight in their, um, their message. Which is very interesting. Did they always have... So I don't use Google Assist very often, as we just talked about. Mm-hmm. So when I hey, say, okay, Google, mm-hmm. which I hope my phone didn't just go off. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when I say that, mm-hmm. did it always used to show you the text like that you were physically saying? Yes, it still part? does. It did then too? Yeah, then and now, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't 100% on that. I thought it did, but... I've used it twice in the last six months. So Re- what? <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, we always learn all sorts of things about Austin. Like this guy's one of my closest friends, and I, I think he uses Google Assistant every day. And he just told me that you know he never uses it ever. So. <laughs> no, not not ever, ever. Yeah, it's 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 weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the yeah. Podcast man, they're great. Yeah. So, yeah, to recap on this point, the contextual responses. um, So you can just, in general, just have a conversation with Google Assistant now, and it'll know what you're talking about for the most part, assuming this leak rolls out as robust as it seems like it's going to work. I I wonder if it's going to be smart enough to tell, like, say maybe you have three flights in a week. Yeah. Is it going to recognize the most recent, maybe, or the middle one? How's it going to know based on context? You know, Um, it really depends on that initial message that you get from the other person, I think. So people got to be more specific. Tell your friends to be more specific, guys. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. People aren't going to do that. So is AI going to learn that people are not that specific all of the time? Maybe that's one of the loop, or not loopholes, maybe that's one of the flaws in Mm -hmm. contextual responses is that it's simply just not going to know everything at least right now i wonder if it's also going to pick up on the lingo the uh, all the shorthand texting yeah that ooh, i'm well i don't know because that's interesting i mean shorthand texting has been a thing since texting became a thing um Mm -hmm. but i don't know it really depends because if it's already, if Google Assistant is already picking up on contextual responses, I'm sure it already knows about shorthand lingo. Yeah, but doesn't know all the shorthand lingo. All of it, probably not. Um, and let's be real, AIs are going to be learning forever. They're probably not mm-hmm. going to know everything, like at all, in any point of time. Um, sure, they will. I mean, I don't know because They'll things keep changing. Things keep, you know, coming up. Um, mm-hmm. It's just always going to be a learning curve for not just humans, but the robots. Um, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Wow, I cannot believe I just said that. Um, <laughs> it sounds weird when you talk about it, and then you actually say it like it's normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I think that some things... Mm-hmm. So, what I see happening, and this is completely off topic. Holy crap. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I, I see not really that AI won't learn 
significantly fast in almost everything. They're going to really pick up the speed once they get going. Yeah. But I think they're going to retune what we know. Interesting. Make it false. And then we have to relearn what they understand. Really? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a bit crazy. <laughs> uh, so we have everything based off of principles that we learned over the last few hundred years. Right. Those principles have changed in the past before already. Right. So we have found flaws. There's probably more. Okay. <laughs> so think about it one day. They'll learn something and our entire system that we know is just obsolete. It'd be fantastic. It'd be awful, but pretty great. Yeah, yeah, awful and great at the same time. That, my friend, is when the robots take over. <laughs> right there. Right, right there. there. Right there. You heard it here first. Austin, uh, October 5th, recording 2019. The prediction of the end of the world. The end of the human race via robots. I'm going to guess 2035. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> That's only 26 years away. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. No, yeah, it's no, not... 16 years away. Si- wait, you said 35? Check your math, man. You said 35? Yeah, that's 19. 19. Oh, it's 20. My bad. Um, you know, <laughs> I saw the teen. I saw the one, my dude. I was like, all right, we're in the 10s. You know, didn't really put the 9 in place. Uh, okay. I did drop out of college, but that's not the point. Next feature. Um, so this next feature is the best one. Me and Austin both think it's the best one between the both it's of so us. It's so fantastic. Um, so long story short, you can tell Google Assistant, hey, open up my pictures from last weekend. And it'll simply pull up the pictures via the timestamps. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? And then mm-hmm. you can say... Uh, you know, Google, let me just make sure my home, Google Home didn't turn on. Um, <laughs> you can say, you can ask uh, Google Assistant, so from those last week pictures, show me pictures with dogs. And then it will use AI machine learning to search all of the images that have dogs in them and then narrow the images down to simply pictures of dogs from last weekend. Which is just absolutely crazy. Impeccable. So- impeccable there it is my um, guy. Impeccable. <laughs> so and the crazy thing is that over this behind the scenes that they were giving us in nine to five google mm-hmm. they said that the shrinking voice recognition and understanding models that were originally 100 gigabytes are now just 0.5 gigabytes yep that is insane the amount of right re- revolutionary <laughs> turns they had to do to dude shrink that much data dude they have shrunken it literally 99.5 percent that is just ridiculous absolutely absurd what these developers can do in a short amount of time absolutely insane and you know that's not the only incredible thing that they're going to have releasing at this next event mm-hmm. they're going to do the nest wi-fi the nest mini smart speaker yeah the pixel book Go the new Pixel Buds, which we're excited yeah, for. Yeah, I'm very excited to see these new Pixel Buds. I might even pick them up. We shall see, Austin. Speaking of picking them up, I I was weak and I pre-ordered the Echo Buds. <sighs> you dirty dog. I did it, you know, and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm really excited to get them in my hand. I will definitely have to do a podcast maybe mm-hmm. when Colton gets his... Pixel Buds, and I have my Echo Buds. We'll do a podcast. Yeah, get that going. (laughs) I like I like where this is going. 
That's if you actually buy them, of course. I mean, I am currently in the market for wireless earbuds, and I am patiently waiting for this Google event to happen in just 10 days. Uh, so I'm very excited. Hopefully you get them, because then we can do that awesome comparison. Yeah. I just hope they release another version, which I'm sure they will. Um, there's no way they're not going to. Right, right. So hopefully that works out well for them. I'm hoping the Pixel Buds version 2 does a lot better than Pixel Buds version 1. Right. Uh, you know, I like Google. I like what they create. So hopefully they right. figure out from their mistakes from last time and yeah. give us a good product. Yeah. And uh, before we officially wrap up this podcast, it's interesting how Google was actually one of the latecomers to the smartphone industry, the earbud- the wireless earbuds industry. And here they are coming on top. Um, I mean, they've been on top with their cameras, their smartphone cameras, since Pixel 1. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's very interesting to see what they can do. It's impeccable. <laughs> Page <laughs> out of my book. All right, everyone. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we are on all major streaming platforms now, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We'll catch you guys next time.